0: Hello and welcome to level 48 of Three Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host, Tom Knight. And yes, I am back. I've been away for several weeks now. I haven't been feeling quite my best, but I'm getting back to some sort of normality right now. So that means I'm sitting here in front of the microphone, blown that dust off and getting ready to talk to you about video games And trivia and I'm very excited to be back I've missed doing this I really do enjoy it and I'm excited to tease a little something for level 50 of three extra lives we're gonna be changing the format up just a little bit not for every single level of three extra lives but I'm gonna be adding something into the rotation which I'm very excited to share with you very very soon so with that little tease out the way hope I've whetted your appetite for a little bit of something there again all will be revealed in level 50 so you don't have to wait very long anyway i'm rambling on let's get on with the show so something i have been playing a lot recently while i haven't been podcasting is hitman 2 now might be a random little choice for three extra lives. I picked this up in the Humble Monthly for April 2020 and you know me, I like to talk about games that I've acquired through Humble. I was calling it Humble Monthly, it's Humble Choice now, I have to remember that. But anyway, Hitman 2, I've been spending a lot of time in this game and it surprised me because I have played some Hitman games in the past. There's been Hitman Blood Money and Hitman Absolution, which is some of the later titles uh, in this series. But I found myself engrossed in the current iteration of the hitman series now this is developed by io interactive which is a danish company and the hitman games were previously published by ados interactive and square enix however io interactive remained a subsidiary of square enix until 2017 when square enix started seeking buyers for the studio io interactive actually completed a management buyout and they've regained their independent status and they've also retained the rights of Hitman as of June 2017 so a little bit of breakaway success for this company now as Hitman seems to be doing exceptionally well in its new format which in 2016 we saw a almost a revamp of the Hitman series and it took place in a episodic nature with various levels coming out almost drip fed uh, in a way that you could just go into them, play them, get a bit of a story. But the thing that has transitioned from Hitman to Hitman 2 is that you can play all those levels that you acquired in Hitman and they have been slightly adjusted and remastered and they're so replayable. Now you can complete levels in this game where you get contracts to eliminate people, as a Hitman would do. And sometimes there's secondary objectives as well that you're hired to perform. And the best thing about this game is there's various storylines that are taking place within the level, and you might not encounter all of them in your first playthrough. So it encourages you to go back, find out bits and pieces of the story, almost putting them together like a puzzle. And as you do this, you'll find different ways to eliminate your targets. You'll discover things about the level. Maybe you'll unlock shortcuts or you'll unlock different weapons or you'll unlock upgrades which allows you to complete the levels in different ways and that's the thing with this game you can keep going back to the levels you can keep completing them there's three different difficulties as well to play around with and there's also a system in the game which allows you to revisit each level and get a different target get a different objective that you have to kill the target with a certain weapon or in a certain way and then you can keep going back to that and it increases the difficulty each time. Maybe the next time you play it, you can't be spotted by security cameras or you have to do it in a certain apparel because as a hitman, you can you can take people out, you can knock them unconscious and you can steal their clothes and you can assume the roles of people around you. Maybe you're at a, for example, a fashion show in Paris, which is one of the levels from Hitman 1 actually, and it's full of you know high-end clientele and so many people, so many witnesses, and you're going through this really incredible setup and trying to get to your target, which usually they're pretty, you know, they have their bodyguards, they've got people with them. It's not so easy as just to walk up to them and shoot them because, you know, you're going to draw attention to yourself and you don't want to do that. But I have to say the environments in this game, again, I am talking a bit more about from the Hitman 1 side, which is integrated into this game, but you've got the likes of Marrakesh, which is the bustling streets of Morocco, and you're in this market setting, and there's protests going on. It's just really incaptivating of the locations and the environment, and you really feel like you're there, and just with all the NPCs, it's just incredible how this game feels. So if you've been a Humble Choice subscriber and you haven't redeemed your choices for April, I mean, it's a no-brainer. This is so much fun, so much replayability and barely even scratched the surface. And I think I'm about nearly 15 hours in and I'm having a lot of fun just going back. And it's really fun just to experiment. Maybe you fail, maybe something doesn't go quite as planned. You You can easily get back into that and try again if you're playing on kind of the middle difficulty. As you move up the difficulties, it can be a bit more punishing, but then you have to take just a bit more time as a hitman, you know, to perform the dastardly deeds of your contract. So yeah, Hitman by IO Interactive, go forth and fulfill your contract. It's trivia time. So we were talking about Hitman, which made me think of another game, you know, Assassin's Creed. That's kind of a similar vein, just happening a lot earlier in history. Which of these is not a title from the Assassin's Creed series as of 2020? Assassin's Creed Bloodlines, Assassin's Creed Betrayal. Assassin's Creed Rebellion. The correct answer is Assassin's Creed Betrayal. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. Something else I've been doing while I haven't been podcasting is playing a game called Hearthstone. Now, I did mention this. In the last level of Three Extra Lives, level 47, when I was talking about Desert Island video games and what games I would take, Hearthstone was one of those. Now recently, as of April, 2020, Hearthstone saw a new expansion come out. And with this also came a change to the ranked system in this game. So every month you climb a ladder from bronze to legend. And legend is the place where legends live the best players, the top percent of the game. Not many people make it there in regards to the entire player base. It's a bit of a grind. Anyway, I thought it might be fun to try and get to Legend. That was my goal for April 2020. Now, I discovered that I wanted to do this quite late in the month. Half of the month had gone before I really committed to it, and I got really close. I got within two games of becoming a Hearthstone Legend. Now initially, I was pretty devastated by this. I was a bit salty, I'm gonna say it. I was a bit salty about not making Legend because I played a lot and I didn't get it. And I started feeling a bit of resentment towards the game. And after a bit of a pep talk with my partner Amanda and just some of my friends and, you know, Kind of taking stock that this is just a game, and there's a lot of other stuff going on in the world right now. But you know, sometimes this is just a, a nice distraction to be a little bit upset by something that's quite trivial, really, when you think about it. But anyway, the more I thought about it, the more I thought, learning from your mistakes, this is a good thing. You know, acknowledging that maybe I didn't always play the best I could when I was playing Hearthstone. Now it's a card game. There's luck involved in that. There's random that can occur as well which you can't really do anything about but generally if you play your best and play the optimal ways and sometimes something very small can give you an increased chance of winning or not losing at a certain time but acknowledging that maybe you don't always make the best plays that's fine that's not a sign of weakness I think that's a sign of strength and accepting that you're willing to learn and you're willing to grow that's not a downfall opening up to these avenues I think being honest about where you are in your skill level, I think that can make you a better player. And I think when it comes to video games that most frustrations in gaming, and this is usually when we see toxicity as well, most frustrations come from not understanding or something along those lines, not a lack of skill, because if you play something enough, you're going to get better at that, you're going to pick up things, you're going to understand the game more. You're gonna understand your opponents more. And this is not just me talking about Hearthstone in general, it's just gaming in general, because I know people out there take certain games a lot more serious and take a bit more of a focus on that. Maybe they're playing that competitively. Maybe they have a vision of perhaps breaking into the esports scene within that game. It's easy to, I think, blame the game or blame others for your failings. In in something like Hearthstone it's not really because you're playing at somebody else, but I know at times I was cursing my luck because I was playing against a certain class. and But then I thought about it more and I figured, you know what? I need to learn how to adapt, how to play against these classes better. And if that means I'm going to lose a few games along the way, so be it. You have to lose in order to learn how to win. And I've suddenly accepted that coming into a new month and May so far. 2020, I have almost reached Legend again. I have adapted my strategy. I'm taking a little bit of a step back in the fact that if I lose a game, it's not the end of the world. I know I'm playing well and I know that it's not as straightforward as just logging into the game. I'm doing what I need to do. I've done a little bit more research. I've took a little bit of a step back in regards to just mindlessly playing games and maybe playing them always the same way. Thinking a little bit more about how I'm approaching that and right now I've just set myself a limit of playing 10 games a day and I seem to be doing pretty well and I think the experiences I have from getting so close last season have actually grounded me a little bit going into this season and I have a bit more of a realistic expectation. not really sure where this segment was going but i just want you to know that if you're playing a game out there and maybe it's not going the way you expected it's it's okay to not be the best at something it's okay to lose a game it's okay to not have everything go the way you expected it to go because this is how we learn and this is how we grow and maybe there's something you could take with regards to real life in this as well i know i've definitely mellowed out a little bit from the unnecessary stresses I think that I was putting on myself for a video game and I think it's easy to get lost in that that trap isn't it of just you have a vision of, of something in a game you're chasing something you know that pursuit of glory and when it doesn't happen it just makes you feel like you failed somehow or you're a failure but you showed up you gave it a go and if you take lessons from that and you're willing to accept that It's not just a matter of black and white of you failed or you didn't. You can take positives out of that. You can use it to grow as a player and you can achieve your gaming status of legend, in my case for Hearthstone. So I wish you luck wherever you are putting your energy into if you are making a competitive journey of yourself. And if you are, let me know where you're doing it and how are you getting on. Would love to hear that. It's trivia time. So we were talking about Hearthstone in a way, which is a card game. There's a very simple connection to this question. Name the card game that has been part of the Windows product line since Windows 3.0, starting back since 1990. The correct answer is Solitaire. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And finally, on this level of three extra lives, talking about Secret Neighbor. Now, Secret Neighbor is a multiplayer social horror game where a group of intruders try to rescue their friend from the neighbor's creepy basement. Only one problem is, one of the intruders is the neighbor in disguise. I had a lot of fun picking this up over the first free weekend of May 2020 with the Dragon Powered Studio crew, which I've mentioned it before on this show, but we play games together on a regular basis. Head on over to dragonpoweredstudio.com forward slash discord for more information where you can basically play some pretty cool games with a pretty cool group of people. And we ventured into Secret Neighbor, not really knowing what we were getting ourselves in for because no one had played this game before i think one of us had played an early iteration of this game called Hello Neighbor but anyway Secret Neighbor was a spin-off from that which has a multiplayer element focus now this came out in October 2019 developed by Hologriff and Dynamic Pixels and published by Tiny Build and basically you can join in with randoms and play the game that way we decided to take the friend approach so we we're all inviting each other to a lobby Uh, We all muted ourselves on Discord because this game has proximity chat. And you start off picking your class and there's various skills you get from the class you pick. One of the classes was a detective that had like a Polaroid that they were looking at, which led them to clues around the house. So you're unlocking a main door to the basement. That's what you're trying to do. And to do that, you have to find keys all around the neighbor's house. And some of the keys are locked behind key card doors. So you're trying to find key cards as well to unlock doors, to find keys, to unlock the basement door. But as you're doing this, one of you in the group is the neighbor and they are able to hear everything that's going on. So while there's proximity chat for the group, the neighbor's hearing everything that's going on. The neighbor can disguise themselves as one of the group. And then they can also pull off that mask, become the neighbor, and they eliminate people by grabbing them and holding on to them long enough that they disappear. They also have other abilities, which can include turning into furniture and also cloning themselves into somebody else in the group, which can cause confusion, which can cause just interesting situations where you've got two people running around, but everyone else might not know that and i have to say we had a lot of fun playing this game the jump scares in this game were quite hilarious so when you get eliminated as one of the friends in the group you get to spectate and you get to hear everything that's going on and it's quite funny following the neighbor around seeing them appear seeing people scream like it it was it was kind of scary but it was funny as well it was it was so hilarious i mean this game is not portrayed in that classic horror game style. It's more of a cartoony, almost Pixar type feel to it. So you're not getting the vibes of, oh, this game looks terrifying. It's just more that, yeah, somebody amongst you is not on your side and they want you to fail. And whether they come clean about that straight away or they mess around with you as you're trying to solve the puzzles, it's such an interesting game and I'm definitely going to be keeping my eye on this one to see how it evolves as well and perhaps grows because definitely do love these type of games. These social games where somebody's the intruder or someone's an imposter and you're trying to figure out who that is, but you're also trying to complete your objectives while you're doing it as well. So this is a lot of fun with friends. I think it was a big hit with the Dragon powered Studio crew and I know that we'll be venturing into the secret neighborhood again very soon so yes secret neighbor by holo and dynamic pixels go check that one out if you've got a group of people to play with i think you need between three and five players to get started and it is a lot of fun go check it out it's trivia time so we're talking about secret neighbor and speaking of secrets Which term is used to describe secret features in video games and originates from the 1979 video game adventure for the Atari 2600 game console? The answer is Easter egg. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And that brings us to the end of another level of Three Extra Lives. How did you do on the trivia this week? Why not let me know over on social media at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We're there at Three Extra Lives. Of course, you can always email the show podcast at threeextralifes.com. If you've got any feedback about the show, any recommendations, always love to hear from you. And like always, you can find the show notes for this level at 3 everything I've mentioned right there, so you don't have to go searching. It'll be all there for you to view. So yes, thank you very much for tuning in again, I'm glad to be back for now, hoping I can keep this up, determined to do that right now. And I will see you all in level 49! by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at Dragon Powered <laughs>